Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen at snc.tv and local now channel 525 broadcasting live from catalyst and the infinite energy center in duluth this is faith talk live with rick and dan on faith talk atlanta yeah it's faith talk atlanta we are live from catalyst 2017 aren't we rick love it we are here and it is uh, friday we're so glad to be here catalyst 2017 up courage is the theme and uh man there's been some kicking messages so far we were watching christine kane this morning here in the uh, bunker I like her anyway. I like my chops busted uh, when folks are, uh, you know, uh, preaching to me and telling me the truth. And boy, howdy, did she do that. Wow, I can't wait to to hear that again. We're so uh, privileged uh, and honored to have Carlos Whitaker here. He's right by Bradley. Bradley's probably his biggest fan. Did you know that, Carlos? You know what? I, I I can feel it. I'm Bradley's biggest fan. So he, he didn't know that. Oh, man. He didn't know that. That is awesome. Well, you've got a book that uh, was just released on Tuesday. We want to talk about that, Kill the Spider. I'm wondering if ladies will read that since it has to do with spiders. I know. Well, let's be honest. Most of the ladies in their homes are probably the ones their husbands beg to kill the spiders. That's true. Because, you know, the guys like to act like we're the ones – but I, I, my wife kills the spiders. Oh yeah, house. yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Yeah. Does she do house calls? We may have to call her. <laughs> yeah, she uh, will. She's well, she's a uh, uh, fifteen hundred dollars an hour, and so <laughs> she will fly anywhere. You guys are listening. Awesome. Let's talk about your book and more here in just a few. Uh, what was it? Uh, we were going to have Tyler Reagan on, but uh, Tyler dissed us. We could have gotten Duran, which we ran into in the break room. Uh, but it's all good. We love these guys. We yeah. thank C-Spark Go for uh, uh, letting us in. And, Dan, are you going to keep that envelope with Tim Tebow's name on I it? Am. He I'm was gonna, the- I'm a, well, I had to restart Facebook Live, so uh, after we get back on Facebook Live, I'm going to show everybody what okay. we've got oh. here. So all hang right. on to that thought. So Dan had that. Uh, we'll get into that in uh, in just a few with that Tim Tebow uh, envelope. Oh, don't you just love technology? Looks like it's going to be a great day. Carlos Whitaker is going to speak. Right, but we have I you am. first. That's You've got me first, so awesome. you, you get you get the the demo version of what what's going to go up on the stage. demo version. I, lo- <laughs> I love this. Uh, I love this theme of courage, and I know every year Catalyst, uh, yeah. you know, they pray and they seek and they kind of think up, you know, the next thing to help uh, the leaders, mm-hmm. uh, just to be a catalyst of change and influence and growth. And, and I see and, what you did there. A catalyst <laughs> of change. Oh man, Gosh, that's why I get paid the big bucks. So good. Right. Yes. Um, but uh, what's been churning on the inside of you as far as courage? Before we get into Kill the spider. Oh, sure. You know, I, I just think, especially for leaders, you know, when I'm here at Catalyst seeing all these leaders, I think the greatest amount of courage it's going to take for them to really to really step into the true their true leadership calling is not going to be on stages. Yeah. Courage isn't going to come from standing on a stage in front of 9,000 people. It's not going to come from writing incredible messages to help your congregation be courageous. Really, courage is going to be com- coming from stepping into the dark spaces in your life. Um, and that, I think, is where so many leaders need to be given permission. Permission to be courageous in their faults, to be courageous in their authenticity, to tell people around them, listen, I need I need a little bit of fixing. 
and may- maybe I can run to um, maybe I can head to counseling or therapy or something like that to pull that out. That's what that's where I'm feeling um, leaders need to step in courage. And that's a hard one, right, for leaders, because leaders, the persona is that followers look at leaders and think, well, leaders basically have it all together. Yeah, we see them on stage. Uh, and whatever arena it could be in our office, but we're talking about churches yeah. and and ministries, etc. Uh, but the actual truth is, Man, it, we've it, all got some skeletons in there. Yeah, we, and it's hard to be human. Yeah, it, is. it is. It is hard to be human, and and it's okay to walk with the limp, and it's okay to say, you know what, I have the courage to go and try to get this limp fixed. Hmm. You know, wow. So. Carlos, we don't, we don't Carlos. all have to have uh, bods like uh, Tim Tebow. <laughs> no, no, you know, okay. like well, that's good to know. I mean, I, I I looked like him last year, and look what happened. You know, like see, guys, like you can you can let it go. Yes. Well, yes, Bradley and I have that covered. We're all you good. Do. You guys, right. you need some yeah. uh, you need some help. Carlos Whitaker here has got a new book out. It's called Kill the Spider. I love this quote here that I found the other day. Don't cheapen what God has created in you by just carbon copying what is mm. inside someone else. That's mm. deep, that's dude. Where'd yeah, you get that? I, it, it came from me carbon copying what everyone else is doing. <laughs> and, and I felt like the Lord was like, stop it. You know, uh, I, I mean, I, I, li- I live in a world, I mean, my job is to go and to speak and um, to write and to, to really, I, I like to tell people I'm a hope slinger. Like, that's what I do. I just, no matter what the gamut is or what the um, platform is, I like to sling hope. But inevitably, whenever I'm, you know, especially conferences like this, yeah. you know, I can see Christine Kane up on stage just killing it right now. Yeah, yeah. And inside of me, I'm like, okay, how can I do that this afternoon at, mm. at 1.20? Mm-hmm. Uh, no, God is not asking me or calling me to be Christine Kane. He's calling me to be Carlos Whitaker. Oh, and uh, to Yeah, I just had wow. to throw that in there. And it, but he's calling, he's calling you to be you, and, and he's calling us to be, I mean, how, what a cheap way to live. When, when God has designed such an incredible life for you mm-hmm. uh, to try to carbon copy somebody else's. Yeah, anyone listening to this right now, I mean, what he has, the desires he's created inside of you, those are the things that you need to be stepping into. And those are the things that are going to allow you to um, to really fulfill everything that he's asked you to That's do. That's really good. Carlos Whitaker, good. new book is called Kill the Spider. Where'd you get the idea? You actually saw this happen? Yeah. So so I was on my way. This was after a pretty traumatic moment in my life, um, in my ministry in 2011. Um, I'd made some decisions in my life where I, I lost my family and um, we, my, my kids were really young at the time. And I, I had to come to the realization where courage was not going to be me trying to go and fix my marriage. Courage wasn't going to be me trying to go and fix the sin issues in my life, yeah. but I had to go and actually roll up my sleeves, step into a place where Jesus Christ is was was such hope for me. And so I decided to go to seven days of therapy at a place called Onsite. Mm-hmm. And uh, on the way to seven days of therapy at Onsite, I called my dad and I said, hey, dad, I'm going to I'm going to seven days of therapy. I'm not going to be able to talk to you because they take your phone. This was 2013 at this point. Spoiler alert, marriage back together. God, God is good. Um, but I'm on my way and I go, you know, I got 15 minutes for him there. Heather and the kids are going to drop me off. And my dad goes, Carlos, let me tell you a story. And I was like, Dad, I don't have time. I- I've got 15 minutes before before I drop my wife and kids off. Like, I don't have time. He's like, uh, let me tell you why you're going. And just imagine Morgan Freeman and Antonio Banderas speaking oh, to me for the next man. 15 minutes. That's but funny. he tells me, um, he goes, when I was 25, I was preaching my first revival in Panama. And this woman, Ms. Ramirez, gets up from the back of the room, and she walks forward during the invitation. And she's a really old lady. And I'm thinking, why is she coming forward? She's been in my church forever. And she comes forward, and she said, Pastor, can you please pray? This is what she said, that the Lord would clean the cobwebs from my life. 
Hmm. So my dad goes, okay, that's very poetic. So we prayed that for this lady. He goes, Scottless, the next night she comes forward again, and I'm certain she's going to tell me that he did it. The Lord cleaned it. She comes forward, Pastor, can you pray a little harder that the Lord cleans the cobwebs? <laughs> so my dad said he prayed again. He said the third night of the revival, this woman comes forward. She looks him square in the eye and says, Pastor, please, one last time, can you pray that the Lord cleans? And my dad said he stopped her, and he said, no. Tonight we pray he kills a spider. Oh, wow. And wow. in that moment, I knew exactly, exactly why I was going to where I was going. Wow. And he said, Godless, I've watched you for 40 years of your life clean the cobwebs of sin. That is not how you do this. Mm. You've got to get past the cobwebs to the creator and the root and kill the spider. Mm. And that's where the, that's where the title came from. And that's where I, um, that's what, what I had to step into. Wow. And, um, it changed everything for me. That's good stuff. Wow. Yeah, that's a good book. Yeah. Uh, folks can get, uh, that book at Amazon, no <laughs> doubt, uh, Christian bookstores, bookstores, wherever, uh, what's your website they can go to define uh, kill the spider.com. There you go. All right. Your biggest fan here has a question. I know. At least 10 or 12, but we're going to give him a couple of questions. No, there. no, that's great. And I think that um, that's something that I've been learning as a young leader is to have that courage to be okay with who I am yeah. and the kind of leader God's made me. Um, and so that's just such – so thank you for doing yeah, that and absolutely. for being that for people. Yeah. Awesome. It's, you know, it, it's, uh, it, it's funny. Um, and courage really sits in – I dig a little deeper into the book where um, I define a spider – because what I realized um, is that a spider is is a lie that you've made an agreement to. So at some point in your journey, everybody listening has made an agreement with a lie. And that agreement has therefore transitioned and shaped and shifted in our life to where now we're, we're making decisions based on a lie. Mm-hmm. So, so many leaders, you can see it in their personalities. You can see it in their social media. They are living based on a lie that they've made an agreement to. Now, a cobweb is a medicator that brings you false comfort to that lie. Mm. So you've got a lie and you've got cobwebs. So what do we do? We spend the majority of our time cleaning the cobwebs, trying to fix the medicators, mm-hmm. how to stop looking at pornography, five steps to a better marriage, three steps to doing this, where I, I spend money too much and so I've got to fi- figure out. All that stuff is fine, but that's just the beginning. That's just the cobwebs. If you break the agreement with the lie, guess what? The cobwebs go away. You kill the spider and it goes away. And so that's where we really step into is medicators and lies and breaking agreement. And the, really the only way to do that is through the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. So, Carlos yeah. Whitaker, uh, killing a spider. What is the correct pronoun? Uh, kill the, uh, spider. Kill kill the, the spider. spider. And you can uh, get yours. I know it's only been released for a short time. What have people been saying about it? Do you, oh, my gosh. you've been talking about yeah. it for a while. Yeah. It's, it's been uh, – you know, when, as an author, when you write a book um, – it, you, you're stepping out there pretty naked. I mean, you're feeling really vulnerable. And mm-hmm. just, you know, people are saying, I, my first book was called Moment Maker. You can live your life or your life will live you. How to create, receive, and rescue moments. It was a super encouraging, bubbly book. <laughs> this book, <laughs> Kill the Spider, on the other hand. All my readers read this and they're like, this, one of the Amazon reviews said, uh, this is like the best two by four to the face. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was like, wait, how can that be the best? And And they're just, people are finding freedom people are saying i've lived with this spider for 10 years and i didn't know it until chapter 10 and it hit me <clears> and i got free from it and wow. that's why i wrote the book is so people can find their spiders and kill them wow man you had what wisdom you had from your father oh right to yeah have that story <laughs> yeah. and say this is this is what's going on this is it this is man. it. man all right you're speaking a little bit later here at catalyst today i am I and am. uh i understand you're also going to show the video that went viral several years ago <laughs> yeah of your kids singing single ladies yeah uh, yep. and and they're just embarrassed to know anybody <laughs> yep, they are. They are. You know, it happened seven years ago, but I can't not play it everywhere I go. We actually won a People's 
Choice Award. Did you really? For Viral Video of no the way. Year. We got That's we awesome. got picked up in a limo in L.A., walked down a red carpet, got well, given an award by Queen Latifah on CBS because I made my son cry. Wow. I mean, go, go figure. Like, <laughs> what is, what is wrong with America? But this is, <laughs> this is, where, this is where we're, we're doing it. So, yeah, that, that's how I like to introduce my family. It's that's a fun awesome. little thing. Awesome. Carlos uh, Whitaker, and you can uh, check out his book. And uh, also, those that are here at uh, Catalyst can see him later on uh, this afternoon. Looking. Thank you for your time. We appreciate hey, you. Hey, thanks mm-hmm. for having me. Yeah. Awesome. Appreciate it. We've got uh, some good stuff coming up. I just saw a legend uh, just walk into the room. Uh, a legend gonna, in our own mind, He's going to be uh, on the show in uh, just a little while. Let's yeah. go ahead and take a break. Uh, we're at Catalyst 2017. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. This is Faith Talk Live. We'll be right back, Steve. Broadcasting live from Catalyst and the Infinite Energy Center in Duluth, this is Faith Talk Live with Rick and Dan on Faith Talk Atlanta. Yes, we are live from Catalyst 2017. I had to turn Rick down there. He was ta- he was talking while the uh, while Adam, the uh, intro man, was going on here. But uh, anyway, we are live downstairs at Catalyst 2017. Downstairs, love it. This is day two, and we appreciate C-Spark Go. They uh, invite us, have invited us, what, for the last uh, three years. And uh, while we have some great guests, guests. Now, we know this guy to the left of me. If you're watching, he's to the right of you. This guy's a legend. He's hard... <laughs> He's hard to catch. He is hard we to catch. We text him, we call him, we send him flowers, but he doesn't love us much anymore. We sent the limo for him and everything. But, we had know. to come to Catalyst to get him. Yeah. So, Paul, good to see you, buddy. Good to see you. I'm like a spider. You're, like, you're like a spider. Carlos. A barking spider? Hey, Rick, you want to move that uh, that mic? There we go. Oh, yeah. there you go. Is that better? Up. That's better. Yes. We were talking Thank about the you. first time you were on the show. Well, maybe it wasn't the first time he was on the show, but it was here. Remember when and he had that sound effect on yes. his phone? <laughs> and you kept playing it over and over yeah. again. Trust me, it's coming We back. almost lost our jobs after that. But <laughs> I'm talking about the rap horn. The rap, yes. the rap yes. horn. <laughs> Don't worry, it's coming back. Now, this guy... This guy is the one that's hard to get a hold of, He's right? A Adam Kirsch. He's the one. Uh, he is uh, a legend, and we've known Hannah for some time now, right? Yeah. And she kept telling us about Adam, Adam, Adam. We didn't really believe there was an Adam, mm-hmm. but now we see that he's in the flesh. And his how full beardness and everything. Oh, my yeah. Yeah. It's, I've been growing up for 28 years, which is how long <laughs> it is. Yeah. So this is where we're at now. Wow. How you guys doing? Great. Doing so good. Really well. Are you working together on anything? I know sometimes you work together. Sometimes you work separate on the stuff yep. that you do. What, what's up with, with you guys, Adam? Well, uh, real quick, it's this is important. Paul and I met in the same fraternity at the University of Georgia in 2009. Mm. And so Way back. Ever since then, my brother, before I rushed that fraternity, it was like a Christian fraternity. My brother was like, you're going to be friends with two guys, and I'm still the only two guys from that fraternity I talked to is my brother and Paul. Wow. And so, and we just so happen to still. Well, I'm do- glad your brother's one of those. It's probably good <laughs> to still talk to you. He has lost contact with his brother. <laughs> we got a little bit going on. Tell him about yeah. it, Paul. Yeah, yeah. We, um, man, it, one of the, one of the toughest things over the past year is this guy's my best friend. So he he and I have done ministry together for almost ten years, and um, he uh, he just felt called over the, about a year ago to run up to New Spring Church in South Carolina right. to serve there. Right. But we had been serving at Gwinnett Church and you know leading worship, writing songs, all of the above for years, and we're still working on a few things together to like remain connected and help lead uh, younger worship leaders and teams and stuff like that and continuing to write songs and serve students here in our county. So, yeah, man, we're still working on some stuff and uh, and planning to kind of get that out to the public in the next several months. So, oh, yeah. Now, really how cool. often are you guys doing the, the student? You're still doing once a month or – 
Yeah, so the the student gathering that I mentioned last time that I was on the air is uh, called Forever Free, and it's right, for right. all students in Gwinnett County, yeah. and um, that happens once a year. That's an annual oh, event. Oh, once a year, okay. Yeah, free right. to attend, and uh, our, our event is coming up on October 19th, so it's a couple Thursdays from now, man. and man, we're so excited. It's going to be outdoor at Duluth Town Green at 6 o'clock, and we're going for it. There's going to be no rain. It's going to be perfect No rain. Weather. Pray for no rain, brother. <laughs> I do remember he did talk about that the last time he was on the show. What was that, 1998, he was on the show 19, the last uh, time. 1980. Is that when it was? The year the dogs won the title. That's <laughs> Paul, when I was here. Paul Taylor Smith and Paul Adam Kirsch here. Uh, so when you guys come to, like, Catalyst, mm. how do you how do you prepare yourself to come? Obviously, you take in the worship, you take in the speakers, everything. How do you take that in, and how does that help you both personally and with the giftings that God has given you guys? Man, that... That is a great question because last night I was sitting there listening to Robert Madu mm-hmm. and Hillsong. And for people who uh, vocationally do worship, like Paul and I do, um, I felt like last night the best way I could have come in was empty. <laughs> and the Holy Spirit met me there. He wow. met me there and he knew that I was tired. He knew every bit. He knew everything that I needed to hear. He knew everything Um that I needed to experience. And he knew that the most important thing for me last night was to meet with him. Mm. And so the one thing about catalyst is that you can come in ready to meet with God and know that it's the best thing for you. And so that's kind of, that's kind of where I was sitting last night. It's funny you asked that. I've been thinking about that all morning since last night. So, um, I came in a little empty and, uh, I left last night a little full. So wow. what, what yeah. did Robert Madu say that just really punched you in the stomach last well, night? Well, my wife and I, so Paul mentioned a second ago that Hannah and I uh, moved to South Carolina um, last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, we moved there right after a pastoral transition at New Spring. Mm-hmm. And so um, we went, and right before, I mean, the months leading up, I felt as sure of my identity as I ever had in 27 years of my life. And um, he talked about last night the water in the wilderness, Jesus getting baptized and immediately going into the wilderness. And, mm-hmm. um, I felt like lately we've kind of, we've kind of been in the wilderness a little bit with, we trying to sell a house. We're trying to buy a house in Anderson, South Carolina. We've had two contracts fall through on our house in Athens. Oh, and, man. Um, so we've like, it's just been sort of a discouraging couple, couple of months. We have baby number two coming in February and we <laughs> want to have that we want to bring that baby to its home. Yeah, yeah, right. That's not Hannah's grandparents, even though I love you. <laughs> if you're watching. Love you, Granny love and Pop, um, so much. They don't have the internet. So. <laughs> the internet. The internet. Oh, the bell, it lives. You'd be surprised. Uh, yes, it does. Yes, it does. You would be surprised. That, the internet does, does not hold really well. Um, so, for us, it's a time of waiting, and, uh, but. We trust the Lord. We remind our, each other every day that we're going to trust God in this season. And remind, I was reminded last night that the identity that I was sure of going into a transition a year ago is the same identity that's on us today. Mm-hmm. And so we can be sure of it in the wilderness and in the waiting. So that's what, kind of what I got reminded of last night. Oh, with, that's good, with Robert. Man. That's good. Good to have you guys. We're here at Catalyst 2017. So with all the stuff, I'm sure you'll take in stuff today. Then after an event like this... How do you 
prioritize, put places in place so that you can, because there's a lot of stuff to focus on. It's mm-hmm. about courage, mm-hmm. but so many different speakers have different a different dynamic to that courage. How do you put them in place in your lives, you think? That's great. Well, Adam and I um, actually had, had breakfast down the street this morning, and I, th- I think all of these all these messages can can come and inspire and start swirling around in our heads and um you know there's so many different action steps that you can take Mm -hmm. from a conference like this but i thought you summarized it in a really good way and i'd love for you to tell about how you said like at the end of the day if what we're doing isn't all about lifting up the glory of god Mm -hmm. then what are we doing so i i don't know i'd love for you to speak on that well they did it so naturally last night um were you we, did you guys? It was late. Did you guys stick around for Hillsong or Robert Madu? No. It was. It was so good. And the reason I felt like at the end of the day that it was the most important thing is that they simultaneously they both were probably hired in separately to come do Catalyst. Mm-hmm. But when they both took stage at the same time, the only point was to reveal God's glory to a room. Mm-hmm. And if you can meet with God and see, <laughs> it's like. It's like my buddy says back home, back home in South Carolina. God wouldn't even show us his front. If you could see his back, <laughs> it's enough. Yeah. It's enough. It is, it is enough. Yeah, let me, let me see that calf muscle. <laughs> Lord, your calf muscle. So oh, if, if a little bit of glory can be revealed, yeah. that's enough at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. It was enough for the heroes of our faith. It's enough still today. Wow. I was reading a translation uh, last night about uh, Psalm 23 where it says, You restore my soul. Mm-hmm. One translation actually says, You give me back my breath. Oh, yeah. And I never read that before, and I, I thought, that. that is so, so cool. Mm-hmm. And that, that's what happens, right, in events like this, and that's yeah. obviously what happened. Let's go ahead and take a hard break. We'll be right back. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. This is Faith Talk Live. Stay right there. Broadcasting live from Catalyst and the Infinite Energy Center in Duluth, this is Faith Talk Live with Rick and Dan on Faith Talk Atlanta. Yeah, it is. We are broadcasting live from Catalyst 2017. Man, this is so much fun with Paul Taylor Smith and Adam Kirsch. We are having a great time. We're talking about uh, you guys. Uh, oh, by the way, it is the 2017 version of Catalyst, and we appreciate C Spark Go getting us here. I uh, hope everybody has a great weekend on Monday. I didn't prep, and I don't know who's on the show. So would you like to be either. on the show on Monday? I'm not sure. <laughs> I would love oh, that. Oh, wait a minute. You don't answer my text. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Hey, he answers my text, so I'll, I'll text you. <laughs> He's drunk. <laughs> There's the horn. It's back. Love it. Uh, <laughs> did you not take your medication this morning? <laughs> I forgot. Yeah, me too. Adam and uh, Paul here, and uh, we are going to talk more about Catalyst. And I had a question in my mind, but I had a senior moment. I forgot. Oh, you guys are both having uh, kids. Both is number two for both of you? That's right. How cool is that, right? It's awesome. Yeah? <laughs> Talk about Roman first. Extremely cool. You want to, this, yeah. is, this is a microphone. <laughs> <laughs> Extremely cool. Can you He's hear me? He's used to being on stage. He doesn't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guys, guys it's, yeah. it's the, it's the oh orange God. clown nose here that's <laughs> throwing me off. Listen. It helps if I hold it like this. Yeah, um, yeah you want us to talk about uh, the babies that our wives are about to have? Yeah, how cool yeah. is that now? How it's amazing. When it when is she due? So my wife's due November twentieth. Uh, oh wow, yeah, the little like, baby boy. Yeah, that's coming like up in soon. a couple of weeks. Yeah, downset hike. Like yeah, here we go. Do you have right? a name that you're we sharing? Do. Yeah, that we're sharing. Roman Taylor Smith is what we're going to call him. Roman Taylor. Right. Yeah, we love it. Love so, it. So cool. And you guys, Adam. 
Number yep. two for you? Little, number two, uh, got a one-year-old son and a negative 19-week-old daughter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're going to name her Charlotte Bell. Uh, two family names. Ah, so, that's really cool. Yeah, call her Charlie Bell. That's awesome. Now, your, your family's, uh, you know, your wives, your kids, your entire family, you're just so committed to what God's doing. And uh, I know there are always adjustments when you, when you have kids, right? You probably take them everywhere you go. What kind of influence do you want to leave uh, in their lives as as they grow, musically, spiritually, et cetera? What kind of, what kind of influence? Yeah, that's... That's a great question. That's um, a deep question. Yeah. It's a little too deep. Can we, can we gloss over that? Yeah. Just move on to the funny stuff. I'll yes. Just quote some Monty Python or something. Um, yeah, man, I think uh, just having spent time around ministry my entire life, we definitely want to raise Graceland and Roman uh, around, um, around community and ministry and everything like that. But I want them uh, as, as, a, as a dad, as a husband, I want them to know that our family – comes first and trumps mm-hmm. everything that we're ever trying to do, whether it's in our community or through our ministries. Um, and I know just from having been a part of a family where s- sometimes ministry can get in the way mm-hmm. and yeah, yeah. sometimes it can like cause some things to, to fall apart. And so Lauren and I, you know, way back before we even started having kids decided that we wanted our family to be strong and that we wanted that to be our focus. So I just want Graceland and Roman to know that that we're we're called to love people well, mm-hmm. um, and and we're first called to love God and love our families well. So um, yeah, I just want them to fall in love with ministry because their parents have treated it in the right manner. That's good, yeah. man. That's and I, and really I love good. how you uh, the way you pour into teenagers, oh, uh, and I know we've we've talked about yeah. how you have teenagers over to your house and stuff, yeah. and but you know when to uh, say, all right, hey, I need to have this time with with my family, yeah. because so many unfortunately so many people in ministry pour out, pour out, pour out, pour out. And forget about their yeah, family, yeah, and yeah. that is so it's destructive. Yeah, and sometimes if we're not careful, that'll be our entire household for weeks and weeks. Lauren leads a small group of twenty plus girls at Gwinnett Church, mm-hmm. and there, there were this past Sunday night, there were twenty of them in our house, just having a small group, having a baby shower, and and that is so exciting. But at some point, we need the focus to be on each other yeah. and then on our kids, on our family. So, yeah, man, thanks yeah. for saying that. Uh, awesome. I love it. Awesome. Adam. Adam? Um, yeah. First of all, I get to see Paul do what he's talking about up close, and he he walks it. Mm-hmm. I just want to say that um, in front of people. So uh, this is interesting. I sat in a class. So when we do an all-staff at New Spring, we do, like, these classes throughout the day, and the class was parenting and ministry. Mm-hmm. And we have a staff right now, I think, of 291. And so wow. we polled <laughs> we polled every single second-generation um, full-time ministry person in our staff, so whose parents were in full-time ministry and then they are in full-time mm-hmm. ministry, and asked them what – were the worst parts about your family being a ministry. Mm-hmm. And almost every single one of them said parents not in the home very often wow. mm-hmm. because they were out doing, yes. out doing. Yes. And, uh, my wife is sitting right over here in the corner and I told her when we were going into this, I said, number one priority for me is that my kids always know when I'm coming home yeah. mm-hmm. That's good. and they don't have to, they don't have to wonder is dad getting here before I go to sleep? Um, that just we get to spend some time together. And so 
we had parents who did that really well with us, and that's what I want. That's what I want my kids to know, and I want them to know that their love, like the love that they have received from their heavenly Father, is so much greater than mm-hmm. the love that we can ever give them. And I want them to feel loved second to us by no one. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, um, but that takes intentionality to yeah, to say I'm going to be home. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm going to have to say no to this meeting, and I'm going to be home with with my family. Yeah, and when you do worship, so we you have uh, we have three services on Sunday. So two nights of the week, we know Dad's not going to be home before he gets to sleep probably right, right. right now. But the other nights is like sometimes you have to say no to friends. Sometimes yeah. you have to say no to dinner. Sometimes you have to say no to this. But yeah. like I, my favorite part of the day is when I get to walk in and walk in to Hannah feeding our son and sometimes taking the spoon from her and doing it. So it's like yeah. getting to put him to bed. That's like my favorite times of the week. Wow. Hmm. Adam Kirsch, uh, Paul Taylor Smith. So you guys, you, you mentioned you both have been best friends for – see, I thought we were best friends. But well, we are. Evidently. I thought we were best friends. <laughs> Don't tell Adam. Look, look, you're not. Best friends since, you're not. since before college or around college. What was that? Yeah, it was yeah. college. college uh, my sophomore year, his freshman year. So for a long time, right? And you're pretty much in each other's world. How do you inspire each other? Whoa. And uh, <laughs> are there times that you have to bust each other's chops? And, mm. and how does that go for you? Because true friends not only inspire each other, right? They bust they each other. They say, other's. hey, you need yeah. to look at this. Yeah. So have you had your chops busted lately? Or? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if, there's, if there's really, I think, one person on the face of this earth besides my wife who I know will shoot me straight at any given moment with my intentions, with how my heart is, with um, any motives that I have in doing anything, he'll always look me right in the face and say, hey, like – are you are you looking to glorify Jesus through this? Like, is how how's your heart? How's your soul? And I love that about him and about how he doesn't just skirt the the major issues mm-hmm. because I think he's more interested in us being great friends forty years from now right. than oh, four years good. from now. Right. Um, so you know, sometimes he'll he'll do the short run punch in the shoulder so that I can be more healthy as a person. Um, and in a lot of ways, I mean, he's he's a pastor to me, mm-hmm. and I I just want you to know that because. You spend time with Jesus, you spend time in the Word, and then you just overflow. Like, again, like at breakfast this morning, I just sat and listened to him talk for probably 30 minutes straight and yeah. didn't say a single word because I was just like, man, I just want to hear what Jesus is doing in you, how you were able to experience him last night at Catalyst. And so, yeah, that's that's a nutshell of how that I'm takes, inspired by just watching this guy. That yeah. takes courage, though, to be able to – I mean, you have friends, but to have somebody that you trust – because he 100%. is looking out for you. It takes courage to do that, mm-hmm. I would think, yeah, right? 100%. To speak into somebody's – because you don't know what you're going to get. He could say, yeah. dude, it's been 10 years. That's enough. I'm out. I'm yeah. done. And, and it's funny. The courage theme, take courage, taking it is the first part of that. You have to pick it up. And sometimes you got your hands full. And so having somebody who can pick it up for you and take it with you, mm-hmm. when you're walking with each other, that's the only time someone else can take courage for you. Wow. And so – I feel like we've done that yeah. as well as people have because here's the deal. The enemy hates relationships. Mm-hmm. He hates our relationship because we've sharpened each other. Maybe, I mean, outside of my wife, again, more than anybody in my life, Paul Taylor Smith has sharpened me over the past 10 years and outside of my immediate family. And so he hates our relationship. And not Paul. I'm cool no, with not it. Paul. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just, just to clarify. Satan hates Point our relationship. He hates our relationship. So, like, be aware of that. Yeah. For anybody feeling tension in a relationship at work or in a close yeah. friendship, he hates it. But fight. 
yeah. to keep it strong. It's so important. Fight to keep it honest. Yeah. So important because guys especially, we're, our, our normal mode is to just be very surface, hey, yeah, how yeah. about that football game, yeah, and yeah, not yeah. go deep. Right. And that's where we need to be, though, is is deep and really challenging But how about them other. dogs? Let's talk about them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and honestly, I mean, if we have like 15 more seconds, and honestly, with guys, it can even get tougher because uh, – you know, jealousy and envy yeah. can like creep in because oh, I've yeah. seen him do some things that I'm like, whoa, like, why can't I do something? You know, like, yeah. there's nobody who I think can lead a crowd and worship better than this guy. I believe it. And so, like, whenever I see him leading, I'm like, man, why can't I do that? And then, you know, I got to check myself and yeah. then just love him as my friend and celebrate him. So mm. that's, yeah, that's so good. it's just all of that, man. And I'm well, sure that that's the way with you guys, right? Yeah. 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 We appreciate you guys. Uh, wow, to get you guys together in the studio has been something we've wanted to do for some time, so we'd love to have you back. So I'll just start texting you instead of, <laughs> Absolutely. Instead of him. Absolutely. Just text <laughs> Hannah. Text Hannah. She'll make it happen. She's the most organized. Real quick, how can folks get a hold of you guys? Websites and PIN numbers and all that kind of stuff. Wait, 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 well, my debit card number is <laughs> just kidding. You do not want that. <laughs> What's a good um, website they can uh, to follow you guys? They're probably your Facebooks, right? Well, forever free. Chat, Instagram. Yeah. It's frvr, f-r-e-e. Yeah. Dot. Dot com. Yeah. Dot com. Yeah. Okay. And then same on Instagram. That's right. And stuff like that. That's our thing together separately. If anybody ever needs to get a hold of me, I'm just going to give you my email, Adam dot Kirsch at newspring dot cc at yeah at newspring dot cc. Yeah. And yours is. Paul Smith Music One at Gmail dot com. I know, so unique, right? C- couldn't you get a better one than that? No, I tried. All the other ones are taken. I, I don't know who Paul Taylor Smith at Gmail dot com is, but I'm coming for you. I'm going to get you because you stole it. Adam Kirsch, Paul Taylor Smith, appreciate you guys. We got to take a break, and we'll be right back. Catalyst 2017. I'm Rick Probst, and I'm Dan Ratcliffe. This is Faith Talk Live. Broadcasting live from Catalyst and the Infinite Energy Center in Duluth, this is Faith Talk Live with Rick and Dan on Faith Talk Atlanta. Yes, we are broadcasting live from Catalyst 2017 at the Infinite Energy Arena. And boy, we're already in the last segment of the show again. I cannot believe that. Every year we look forward to being a part of Catalyst. And thank you so much, Go, for inviting us. This is the third year. And we talk about it earlier in the year, and then all of a sudden October shows up, Mm -hmm. and we've been doing this a couple of days, and here we are coming to a close. Dana's with us to uh, end it, saving the best for last. Yes, we are. Right here. No pressure, but you are are the best. If you'll squeeze up really close to the microphone, uh, let's do this. Don't forget about the Pastors Appreciation Event coming up. Uh, Pastors, October the 19th. Where, Dan? Mm-hmm. At the, uh, I started to say the Infinite Energy Center, <laughs> where we are right now. The Crown Plaza Ravinia is where that's going to take place. October 19th, faithtalkatlanta.com is yep. where to get info. Dr. Abernard is going to speak, so if you haven't signed up yet, you and your staff, you are invited. Faithtalkatlanta.com. Dana, good to have you. Thanks for having me. Tell us a little bit about yourself. I'm not sure uh, uh, you're uh, what? You're, so, a mu- you're a magician? I'm, what are you? Yes. I, I kind of feel like I am. I'm, I mean, I'm just a crazy founder, CEO, mom of four kids, 20 chickens, wife. 20 wow. chickens? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy. I run a, a company and have four kids, but the chickens really is where I get the, the credit. But um, <laughs> yeah, I own a company called Fabric. It's women's clothing. Okay. And We've we heard of Fabric. We sell yeah, clothing, yeah. yes. And we do a, you know, a bunch of other things too, but I think the, the clothing piece is 
um, amazing, but what we do with young women, I think, is what we're most proud of. And it has a special spelling, right? It's not just fabric like you normally think of. Everybody calls it fabrique. Fabrique. That's Um, what I thought it was. Yes, so you may know fabrique, but it's the phonetic spelling out of the dictionary of the word fabric, F-A-B, apostrophe, R-I-K, but everyone wants to make it fancy. Yeah, okay. Well, it's like I call Target Target. I know. It just makes it sound fancy. That's because he has culture. (laughs) (laughs) So, Dana, so with with fabric or fabric or fabric, yeah. Yeah, uh, you decided to put this together. How was that? I mean, how did you get the idea? What was it? Yeah, I mean, the craziest part is 15 years ago, I was a consultant, a computer consultant. So, not in this realm at all. And just one of those people following a dream. And I jumped out of the corporate world, um, a terrible breakup. That's really what happened. I had a terrible breakup. What am I going to do with my life? Mm. And jumped into this world, took a leap of faith and um, started my first boutique. And now we have over 40 locations. Wow. And, wow. Um, just a dream kind of become reality. It's pretty amazing. Where are the locations now? They are. Not all 40 of them, but just. Yeah. <laughs> How much time do you have? Yeah. Um, 35, 36, 37. <laughs> mostly Atlanta and then through Florida up through Virginia, Austin, Denver, kind of out. And just in out uh, in the the strip malls and things like that. Or? Yeah, they're more like work life play. Okay, right. um, lifestyle centers. Very cool. Yeah. Well, what is it about? Why? I mean, you you have something that you've got forty locations. Obviously, uh, ladies, people love this this product. Why? What? What? What's so special about it? What is? What's the drawing point? Yeah, absolutely. It's what's so crazy is we have something called Wow. It's one of our core values. So everybody that comes in our stores, we are required to Wow them. Okay. So that looks so different everywhere, but it happens every single day in every single store. So it could be a woman, a woman coming in. She was one of the women last week. We found out that her house had burned down, and mm. she was coming in just to be somewhere to kind of, you know, tell her story to somebody and the team without even asking just replenished her closet, just wow. got clothing from our store. And that's just what we do. And sometimes it's a handwritten note mm-hmm. to somebody who's just got a really bad diagnosis, but that's what we believe makes us special. We're caring about people at a, at a pretty high level. It's our mission statement is high style with heart. So mm-hmm. we're all about fashion, but, um, in this industry, it can, it can be vanity, yeah, right? right? If you don't kind of get into the who is this person that's shopping with you. Wow. When you come to an event like uh, Catalyst, uh, what is it that you're looking for? Obviously, you're going to catch some leadership skills, some stretching, some motivation. But what what is at the core here that of courage is, is here? Sounds to me like you have a lot of courage. What are you taking from of courage here at Catalyst yeah, 27? I love it. I was um, just last night actually had dinner with Christine Kane. And mm-hmm. to hear the idea of saying, you know, you can't just start with courage. You have to finish strong. You have to finish with courage. So I think it's that f- being on fire. These type of events put you back on fire. Right. It gets you recentered to it's really not what we've done. It's what we're going to be doing and continue to do in a big way. What What is it that uh, Christine said today that really stuck with you? Um, gosh, it was that. It was just the idea of, you know, we have got to finish strong. Right. We can't just... Um, st- stay on the momentum. She said it much better, just that we have momentum, mm-hmm. but you have to restart and get more courageous. One of the things we do at um, Fabric, we have a nonprofit called Free Fabric, which is why, you know, Christine's such a, a leader for us, but we do free shopping sprees for women in sex trafficking. So mm-hmm. we go into mm-hmm. safe houses wow. and they have nothing but the shirt on their back, right? right? They've just kind of been rescued. And so we pray with them and we shop with them. And at the end, we do a fashion show with them just to remind them that they are 
dignity and hope and wow. they can laugh at the days to come. Hmm. How do you find time to do all of that? You you need to do I mean, and be a mother of four because you're because yes, I mean. yes. you're doing hands on stuff right oh, and, heck and, yes. and usually a person on your level if you will is you're too busy really to do that but you're yeah. getting in there in the trenches and really loving on people yeah. but you've got like forty outlets going on yeah. here uh, how do you do it you know I I believe we live once and I believe we got to just put it all in one of the things that Christine said today too is. I've never seen anyone change the world who's living a balanced life. Yeah. So yeah. That was a killer that right was there, wasn't it? That was as good as it gets. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I don't even strive for balance. I mean, my poor husband, I'm like, you want to go to Africa? Can we start an orphanage tomorrow? He's like, how about not tomorrow? Like, we've got football games Day tomorrow. After tomorrow maybe. Yeah. He's like, Tuesday, Wednesday are open, but tomorrow we are super busy. That's and, funny. you know, I've got a man that supports what we're doing. And we adopted our little girl from Africa, from Ethiopia years ago. And so we've got a huge heart there. And I just don't believe we have – there has to be a balance. So I'm a big fan of let's just get out there and really make it happen. Now, in the industry that you're in, the, with the fashion industry, you kind of touched on this. But how different is it for the uh, the way that you run your business where you're making it more about the person instead of about the vanity and about looking good? How different is that? And I, I bet that really stands out in the industry, doesn't it? It does, and it's, it's actually a little bit surprising to a yeah. lot of people. Um, you know, I talk about ministry in the marketplace. It's very important to me. Um, so you have to figure out your approach. You know, I have a couple hundred women that are 20 to 25 trying to figure out what they want to do with their life. Hmm. And um, it's very focused on bloggers and aspirational images, right? Mm-hmm. That's where we are. So, you know, to kind of bring in the service element, we, we I try to make sure in everything that we're doing, we're thinking about the person. So there's a lot of conversations. We start every morning with daily devotions and um, just how are we serving our customers and our people. But, um, you know, it's a challenge. The fashion world is about, you know, I want to look like that. Right, um, right. Not really inside. It's mm-hmm. a lot about outside. So we spend a lot of time, you know, I bring my team on mission trips to with me and just just exposure, really, to what's happening in the world um, and bring it back into our company. Can you make Rick and I look any better? Abs- <laughs> no. I'm looking at you two. There is no room for improvement Oh, here. okay. I oh, wow. That was no so hope. awesome. Wow. Give her what she wants. <laughs> yes. We real- can go inside your hearts yes. and make Give you- us a website real quick. You're probably on Facebook, social media. Give us yes, all that. Um, our handle for everything is Fabric Style, and that's F-A-B-R-I-K Style. Um, that's our website. That's our Instagram and our Facebook everything fabricstyle.com .com okay. Okay. you talked about your husband I'll bet he's never surprised right he's pretty oh. much you come up with something and it's like yeah poor guy I came home from dinner last night with Christine I'm like babe pause the game I got we got I'm on fire so yeah he's never <laughs> surprised he's just pauses okay. it till, yeah, so. tell us about uh, surprises you may have coming up with fabric and more. What, what do you have coming oh, up the rest man. of 2017, 2018? Yeah, I will tell you what's pretty incredible right now when you talk about balance. What I'm doing right now is taking a sabbatical, mm-hmm. which I've never even taken a minute off. So I've actually paused, put a C, an interim CEO in place for two months wow. to dream for fabric in a pretty big way. And, you know, these type of events and the people that I'm spending my time, I want to lead our company at the next level. So I'm figuring out, you know, how we're going to serve the abandoned babies in Africa and how we're going to serve the women in escaping sex trafficking. So um, what's coming in the next couple months for our company is going to be pretty powerful. Awesome. Good, good for you to see yeah, that yeah. you need to take that break. That's good. Thank you so much, Dana. Fabric, well, it's been a great, great time with uh, here at uh, Catalyst. Thank you, C-Spark Go. We appreciate you guys. Have a great weekend, everybody. Dan and I will be back. 
on Monday, uh, Catalyst 2017. I'm Rick Proach. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. This is Faith Talk Live. We'll see you.